What's up everybody? This is the Betrayed, the Addicted, and the Expert. My name is Brandon and I am the Expert. And I'm Ashlyn and I was the Betrayed. And I'm Kobe, the Recovering Addict. What you're gonna get is three unique perspectives on recovery and tools for hope and healing. Okay, so today we're gonna talk about a, a dirty word um, in recovery. Oh boy, and, uh, here it is. <laughs> Um, so hang in there uh, when, I, when I say it, and, and please listen through. And so we're talking about codependency today. And the reason I say it's a dirty word is it's, it's been turned into that in, in the recovery community in some ways. And let me explain why, and then we'll get into what it is and, and why we need to talk yes, about do. it. Um, dirty word. I love it. So when I started doing this years ago, um, clients would come in and uh, the the spouse or the betrayed would be told that they're a codependent. You're you're a co-addict. You're a codependent. Basically, you're just as sick as he is, and you need help and treatment just as much as he does. Oh my gosh! Talk and, about like <laughs> throwing it at the betrayed. Oh my gosh! Right. And so, uh, after a while, there was almost a backlash of like, and and, and a woman by the name of Barbara Steffens wrote a, a really good book called your sexually addicted spouse and she just disputed codependency and 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 that coupled with some other professionals coming out and saying it's not codependency it's betrayal trauma um it, it led to this this kind of feeling of we don't even talk about codependency we don't bring it up because it's not codependency it's betrayal trauma mm. and um it, because because saying you're codependent or this is codependency, kind of it. it what was the connotation of codependency that, that made it such a dirty word? Well, well, I, I think it just sent a little bit of a message to the spouse that hey, this is your fault. To the betrayed. That, to to the betrayed. Okay. Yeah. That hey, this is your fault. Which and, you're already in that position, so. Yeah, going into treatment, you're going in with all this shame yeah. and all this fear, and then the therapist tells you, well, yeah. it's because you're codependent. <laughs> You know, and that, oh my gosh. yeah, and so it makes sense why, you know, they're coming in with trauma and mm-hmm. then they're being traumatized <laughs> by being told that, Hey, you, you're, you're a problem and you're to blame for this. And so, so then codependency kind of with some therapists and some, some people who treat betrayal trauma became this dirty word of, look, we don't even bring up codependency because it's not that because we don't want the, the spouse to feel like, or the betrayed to feel like we're blaming them right, in totally. any way. And what I think is actually true is that codependency is real and, and betrayal trauma does um, lead to being more codependent. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. I agree. So, so let's, let's talk about what codependency is. And so I want to throw it out to you guys okay. first and just see what your understanding of codependency is and, and how it's played out in your guys' relationship. Well, I, I know for sure that my mom was was like codependent, and she modeled that behavior. And I only know that because in January of this year, I read Melody Beatty's Codependent No More mm-hmm. because I gave I gave Ashlyn the power to determine how I felt, and and lots of other people, <laughs> and, and yeah, loads of other people mm-hmm. in the work environment, family, etc. And so um, I was like, okay, done with this. And so I read, I started reading the book and I, and 
it was so clear to me that it was modeled by my mom and that I was modeling it to my kids, to my, that I was modeling in the home. And that's simply stated, that's kind of how I understood it to be is, is I was giving the power to determine my emotions to someone or some other circumstance. Yes. And, um, the way that I, the, the, the turning point for me after reading that was I was, I was at home and Ellie, our six year old was crying and I went because Lucy had a friend over and was playing. And I said, why, why are you crying? And she said, I got hurt. And Lucy and her friend didn't come help me when I was hurt. And I said, okay, done. Like <laughs> no more of this. That's totally codependent behavior. She learned that from me. This is all over. Like we're taking our power back. And right. so, um, from then on out, from then on, Ellie and I developed this codependent, like hand jive, like handshake. <laughs> Literally, we're not being okay. Codependent we're gonna take our power yeah. back. Here's yeah. a handshake that we're gonna we do. We lost our to, power. Like, exactly, get it back. Right. Exactly. And um, and that made a big difference because then all of a sudden that, that's like a conversation now. Yeah. In our, in our home is like, Good. does someone have your power? And it's like, yes, they took my power. That's awesome. So so that's how it looked. That's how I that's that's how I learned it. That's how I taught it, and that's how I'm trying to take it back. So, so right or wrong, so let's, I don't know. But. Let's explain just a little bit more somebody taking your power. Like, what does that look so, like? What does that like, mean? I can't be happy right now because he's doing something that makes me feel whatever. So your happiness is determined, determined by his actions. by him. Yeah. yeah. Instead of saying, I don't like what you're doing, but for me, I can find happiness and self-worth and... All of that yes. through myself. Yeah. So if he's a, a big time jerk and he's <laughs> yeah. doing all this stuff, you still can can find, you still have power to choose how you feel Absolutely. regardless of what he's doing. Yeah. yeah. And, and and vice versa for me when Ashlyn would um would go to shame, and I and and this is, this is all before I knew this, but when Ashlyn would go to shame, then and, and she would either withdraw or she would get angry or whatever the case was, then I would let that. Um, influence my behavior, like not my, it would influence my mood. Mm -hmm. And so I would like be like the wounded little puppy right. who'd been picked. Right. I'd be the victim and I'd crawl in the corner and, and figuratively suck my thumb and lick my wounds. And I would eventually act out in an effort to help me feel better, if you will. Right. And, and what you're describing is when you're codependent, it prevents you from being able to empathize and connect to somebody else because mm, you, it's you all just, about you me. just described it. She's feeling shame. She's hurt. She's right. And then you, she, it, you turn it back, you turn it back yourself. into yourself. It's all about you. We, you alluded to this yeah. in, in a couple of podcasts ago. Um, when we talked about this, that, that um, it could be one of the most selfish things is, uh, is trying is, to fix it, trying to fix that's it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh -huh. And, and this is, um, this is very related to that because that's, that's how it was for me. What you just described, right. it was a totally selfish thing, but I was completely blind. Right. And, and entirely unaware right. that I was doing this. But, okay, so I talked, uh, I, I trained under a person, under a therapist who was... You're off the camera. She's home. very much... <laughs> um, I trained under her, and she was very much, don't be codependent. And, and she would say, do not let another person affect you in any way. If they punch you in the face, if they do this or that, don't get connected to them and give them your power, right? Mm -hmm. And... And to some degree, this is not healthy because we, we as human beings are attached to people for good reason. Yeah. So if, if Ashlyn did something that, that created an emotion inside of you, mm -hmm. that's a good thing mm -hmm. because you are, the effect you are connected to her. Okay. Right. I feel that. Right. But it doesn't have anything to do with your self-worth. 
And so yeah. she like you'll feel sad or lonely or scared or angry about something that she does. That's okay. Mm-hmm. That's normal. Okay. But if if you if your well being and your okayness is dependent upon how she feels, then you're codependent. So it's not healthy to say, look, I don't care at all about what you do and and how you feel, mm-hmm. because then you're going over into independency. So mm. and, and independency is, look, I'm apathetic. I don't care. Do whatever you want to do. Mm. That's not a healthy okay. relationship. That makes sense. And so codependency is I'm way too connected to how you feel. Um, I'm scared of how you feel. So I got to manipulate you and I got to hide things and I got to. That's codependency. Okay. So so you want to meet in the middle. Mm-hmm. You guys know what that's yeah. called, right? Inter. Interdependency. <laughs> totally. Right? Where you have healthy attachment. You're totally in tune with each other's emotions and connected to those emotions. But at the same time, you you can you can have boundaries and and not be so connected that it affects your your self worth. So it would be okay right? for me to acknowledge. Okay, this is the effect that if Ash went to shame and she you know called you a name or whatever, I, it would be okay for me to say, okay, so you called me a name, and the effect was I just felt kind of pained. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I felt the sting of that of that comment. But um, I'm I'm calm, like doesn't define I, me. Doesn't define me. I, I'm I'm not yes. a douche, right? right? <laughs> or whatever it is, right? And Ashton loves that word. But um, but but I'm I'm still me. I'm here. Right. And I'm not gonna let that hijack me in a sense because I, because that word doesn't define me. That, that that's a great example. You know, if I if I went home today and my wife were just just overwhelmed and shut down, and I walked in and she she was just kind of rude to me. Right, I could codependently get really angry back at her, fight with her, storm out. Right, mm-hmm. um, I could independently be like, oh, whatever, she's doing what she's doing. Yeah. I, I'm not getting acknowledged that she's at that she is where she is. Right, mm-hmm. interdependency would be, oh, something's going on with her. I want to connect to her. But I'm also gonna hold some boundaries. If she's if she starts yelling names at me, or you know, <laughs> and I'm gonna say this doesn't work. Yeah. But I also care about who you are and where you're at. Totally. Right? So that so that was me as the uh, as the addict, and and um and I can I can say probably across the board that most guys that I work with, um, who are addicts, in some way to some degree, and 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 most, as a rule, it's not a small degree, are codependent. Yes. And, no question. Um, whether that's modeled and, and, and learned behavior or it just evolves because of being It's in a really common though in addic- an addictive relationship though, right? Uh, so addiction is an attachment disorder and so there's attachment problems in the relationship. Okay. And yes, I would say all all of well, all of us are, all of us are codependent to okay. a degree. All of us. Like everybody <laughs> is codependent and we get too wrapped up in other people's feelings at times. Mm-hmm. Um but an addict who is already feeling a lot of shame and already very um, affected by somebody else and mm-hmm. triggered into their shame by that is very codependent. And so, um, so it's what's interesting that you're saying this, Kobe, because the the betrayed has been the one that has been like pinpointed as like, look, you're the codependent here. Yeah. Another thing that goes along with codependency that that they talk a lot about in therapy is is enabling Mm -hmm. and so what that is is you give up your boundaries in the relationship because you're codependent you 
you're worried about their feelings so you don't feel like you can be honest oh. and so when you give up those boundaries then you'll enable that person to continue to to do recycle yeah recycle. yeah crappy behavior in yeah. the relationship right so you know i worked with years ago this is kind of an extreme example of codependency okay. um uh, i worked with a woman who came to our our program the court had mandated that she did treatment for heroin addiction because she was buying massive amounts of heroin and she'd never done heroin in her life. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, and so talking to her, she was buying heroin for her husband oh. because she wanted to feel important and she wanted to feel a value and she wanted to control how much heroin he got. And so she got busted buying all this heroin. She'd Did never done use... heroin. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. This is, you can see the codependency yeah. there. Yeah. She's giving up her truth for him. She's giving yeah. up her, she's, uh, she's going to court and has a legal, a legal charge because of it. Really? So that's an example of codependency. Okay. But so how could that look like in, in the case of, of, you know, the betrayed as far as sex addiction and so forth, um, for the betrayed, um, I, I could rattle off so many examples. Can you think yeah. of one? Can I give you my to, example? Yeah. yeah, go for it. <laughs> you tell me if this yeah. is wrong. So I remember um, as I had gotten into um, group therapy and working through betrayal trauma, um, my therapist said, hey, I want you to pick a word that describes you and is empowering. And I'd always struggle like I'm not enough. Mm -hmm. I'm just not enough. Like I was successful in all these other things. I was confident in who I was around other people. But in my own relationship, right. I was like, I'm, I'm like down here and I just don't measure up. And she was like, no, you need something more empowering. And I was like, no, that's my problem. Like, right. I feel like I am not enough. And for me, so I have that necklace to remind me, like, I am enough. I, I think for me, I completely based our 15 years of marriage on his actions uh -huh. of where my value was. This, this is a perfect example of codependency. Right. She was connected to you and and you're you're, you're struggling with addiction. Mm -hmm. So you were acting out and cheating on her. And mm -hmm. look how if you're getting your worth in the relationship from that, Ashlyn, yeah. then it's you're going down. to a well that's really dry. <laughs> oh my right. Gosh. And super deep. Yeah. And super deep. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but it's good that you recognize that because yeah. your worth in your relationship and, and your value as a person in this relationship. It really it doesn't depend on him right. at all. Yeah, and that's a that's a super hard battle. And and I and I, I guess I'm speaking for the betrayed, but but for me as as the addicted, just I guess as a human being with codependency, um, who had that modeled, that's a, that's a super hard thing and something I was mindless of. So the process of being able to, um, in the moment, mindfully acknowledge it and realize that it's coming on me like like this huge wave, and then I need to like like stand my ground and stop. Uh-huh. That was so yes. hard. Yes. That was so hard. But Kobe's been really good since January and, and recognizing it and starting to see it more. He will say it. Like he will kind of be, he'll not this kind of. This is codependent? Or, yes. Yeah. He will be very mindful of saying, I am feeling it right now. Like step out of the room, come back and say, this is what I'm feeling and I'm not going to let it, I'm not going to allow it to define the rest of my day. But I'm going to tell you how it makes me feel. That's awesome. So you're coming, you're coming to some answers here, yeah. which is how do you work on this codependency, right? Man, so, so for me, and, and and I want to obviously get your feedback on this because the 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 key chapter for me was talking about detachment 
in the book Codependent No More because it literally was like her way, Melody Betty's mm-hmm. her, her method of saying, I'm this is an unhealthy conversation or situation or environment. I'm going to detach from this mm-hmm. right now. And she said, sometimes that might be just saying, okay, I can't have this conversation anymore because it's gone sideways. Right. And she said, sometimes you might have to just completely leave the room. Mm-hmm. Which you do sometimes. Sometimes I do. And and we, <laughs> this was met at, this was met at, 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 at no small um, consequence for both of us because when Ashton was in shame and she was like, Rrr! and I'm like, I'm stopping. And I would be yelling, I'm stopping. I'm not having this conversation. It's done. And she wasn't having any of that. Because I just turn my back and like continue on with whatever I was doing. That hasn't happened. That's happened like maybe two or three times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, that was really really hard to not bait because I always took the bait. Uh-huh. I always took the bait. Uh-huh. So I was like, I'm I'm going to detach. I'm not having this conversation. And one of the biggest clues of this was for me that has helped me from like a tool standpoint is realizing that when um, when Ashlyn goes to shame, I physically feel my shame coming on. Mm-hmm. And when I physically feel it, like just like I feel if I'm hungry or if I'm thirsty yeah. or if I've got to go to the toilet, those are all physical manifestations, but codependency was as well. Right. So yes. that helped me to realize, okay, I'm starting to get like hot. My heart, my, my heart is racing and I'm getting frustrated. Okay. I'm feeling codependence. I need to like take a step back. Right. And, and that's hard. Yes. Cause that was so mindless of it right. for so long. Right. You know, it's, you, you said something that was really interesting, which is, um, you wouldn't take the bait. And, um, you know, to be honest with you, most couples, they match each other's level of codependency in the relationship. Okay. That's why they get together because they're, <laughs> they're equally as unhealthy. Now, but, but one thing, one thing we'll do is, um, you know, I know where, where, where my wife's codependent and, and so I know what buttons I can push to, to draw her in. Yeah. <laughs> And, um, and so I know what bait I can give her to, to get her power. And, okay. and so, you know, and, and same with you guys, yeah, totally. you know, Hey, if I shut down here or if I amp it up or if I throw this little jab out that, totally. that will hit right on their shame here, boom, they've got you locked right. in. Right. Yeah. And they got your power. Yeah. And, and, and so I think it, 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 the mindfulness that you're talking about of uh-huh. like, look, I know that I give up my power in this area easily. So when, when mm. I hear certain things like this, I'm going to be aware that that codependency or that shame is going to come up. That's really good. Right? Up. That's yeah. really good. Yeah. That's but, but really also good. I think for the partner, like to understand, look, it's not productive to, to, to draw somebody into drama. Drama is, is a manifestation of codependency. I mean, it's communicating in a codependent way. Okay. That's what drama is. So, so to draw them into drama, I don't want to do that either because that's not productive. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to throw out little things of bait to that person mm-hmm. because we'll get nowhere with that. Right? Like super quick. Yeah. Yeah. Like nowhere. You'll like just point start seconds, going in circles right? really fast. Same fight yeah. over and over. Over and over. That, that's we no resolution. That. Thought you spare life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's so a good long. sign of codependency. So long. <laughs> that's a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, to uh, a lot of couples that come in, they, they come in and they're, they're each a victim of the other person. Mm-hmm. Totally. And that's codependency is I'm waiting for them to change. They have my power. And once they change, I'll be okay. And I talked about that in, in one of my Friday fives, mm-hmm. but, but, totally. but interdependency says, look, I can move forward and be happy regardless. And so I'm not a victim. So that's so great. Okay. So go ahead. Sorry. We had a question that popped up um, and it went away, Uh, but it was saying, 
what if you suspect that someone is codependent, what can you do to help them? Which it's one of those tricky start, things. Start, start calling them codependent. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't start pointing the finger saying, that's a codependent response. Yeah. Um, understand why they're codependent. Like if you, if you recognize that person being codependent, uh, back off a little bit and say, okay, what are they afraid of? Um, and and emp- try to empathize and connect to that rather than tell them not to be codependent. Mm. So why, why do they get so upset or so shut down over the slightest emotion that you have? Maybe they're really scared and maybe you can hold that space for them a little bit mm-hmm. and, and help them work through that and process through that. Another thing is if you suspect it, it's really helpful to get educated about what codependency is. And so like Codependent No More is a mm-hmm. great book for it. Um, there's also a, a few other books that are, that are about not being codependent, like Bonds That Make Us Free is a really good one. Cool. Um, anything by the Arbinger Group is really good that talks about being interdependent and not codependent. So like Anatomy of Peace, um, Leadership and Self-Deception, th- those type of books will help you learn about how not to be codependent. Awesome. So, Very cool. I feel like empathy is always the answer. Like every, no, but really, right. like the more empathy we have for the people around us, the more, okay, I can Well, a- Ashlyn, they- so what really, if, if, what is empathy? What's a synonym for empathy? Connection. What's a synonym for connection? Love. Boom. Right? It's the answer. Uh, all you need is love. I mean, that, that's Aww. what it's all about, right? That should be our totally. song for this Yeah, <laughs> there you go. But it is true. Love is what heals. Love it. And, and codependency is is using somebody it's not love it's selfish it's i need you i have to have you so that i'm okay empathy is not is anything but that and so real quick a question on this just as we're wrapping up brandon a, a couple is they've gone sideways in a conversation what's a simple uh, tool that they can deploy if they notice okay the convert we are in codependence and we're in the thick of it and nothing is productive anymore what can they do okay so the most productive thing that they can do is own something about themselves. Okay, so that's the first thing. Because you know what? I want to draw you into this because I know that I could and we'll get nowhere with that. And so I don't want to do that, right? Or I'm I'm trying to go to my victim because I don't want to be vulnerable with you right now. And if you could say one statement of honesty or vulnerability, that's really helpful. Um, Another thing is to reflect it back to them in a very non-blaming way, okay? So it's like, look, I can see that you're getting upset or I can. Th- this seems really hard for you. I want to understand you, mm. but it seems like you're kind of going off track here. Like I, I, I'm here for you, mm-hmm. but so, so, so you help them get mindful that they're going, they're getting codependent, mm-hmm. right? So I think those are the two main things. Awesome, Yeah. super good. So. This is this is a very real one, and um, takes for me. It's just taken a, a lot of mindfulness. And in fact, even last night, Ashlyn and I were having a conversation, and one word from Ashlyn just completely like um, set me off to the point, like right on the, the edge of the knife of like giving into codependence and not. And so, even in that moment, and I was already in shame. I had to just really be mindful, of like, okay, this is this is real for me. Like this is, this is happening if I let it. 
So, anyways. but it turned right around, and we finished off our night. Yeah, and it, was, and it was yeah. Now totally that was. that would have turned into like a four day fight. Oh, totally right. In the past, yeah. I'd be like, see ya. Yeah, like walk shut away, down, shut down. Exactly. Yeah. She shuts down. I go to victim. I act out. She gets hurt. It's just this wicked gerbil wheel. If you if you both off. have that solid foundation of self worth, mm-hmm. you can stay interdependent, and you don't get caught up in that codependency. It's awesome. So so glad that you're here to yeah. share this insight stuff with us mm-hmm. because. Honestly, this is, um, I know for sure, this is a huge undercurrent for so many couples. And Not the one, even that struggle with what we struggle with. It's just a, it's, it's a human part thing, of relationships. For sure. <laughs> right. But especially for the addicted and the betrayed, this is like, Absolutely. this is like fuel for the fires well, uh, of betrayal and addiction. And I think this, this topic in 20, 20 to 30 minutes, doesn't I mean, mean any it doesn't. No. Yeah. I mean, there's so much more to this that yeah. we could talk about. And maybe um, we'll do that. And, and I think we should continue. In another episode. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. All right. Okay, guys. Thanks for being here. Um, okay, can I say one thing? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, check out our website. Oh, we have right. one now. It's it's uh, betrayedaddictedexpert.com. So I guess I'm betrayed and addicted. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, but check Not it out. Not a plan words intentionally. Betrayedaddictedexpert.com. <laughs> a lot of good so, content there, and, yeah. and Brandon's worked on that. And you can and check out info on our workshops there. Totally. Um, we'll be posting more information on the workshops that are, that are, uh, that'll be forthcoming. Yeah, they're on the website, right? Uh, they're Ish. going to be <laughs> going very to be. soon. Exactly. Yes. But um, it, guys, if you like this, please share this. And if nothing else, uh, please just give us a review. Hop on um, your iTunes, uh, your, your iPod, iPod, your podcast, your podcast app, app. And leave us a great review if you would. This would be uh, pretty sweet because, again, the more reviews, the better. So thanks, guys. See you guys. See ya.